real quick, let me just start off by saying this is Peter Rosenberg, your forever 24-7 champion, host of the Cheap Heat Podcast. And I want to shout out the Will Wonder Podcast. You know what I wonder? What amazing takes will be given today on this show? Will I ever get the nod, the invite to be a guest on this show? Will I ever feel like coming on the show if I get that invite? We don't know. But you're checking out the Will Wonder Podcast. What is up, everybody? Episode 58 of the Will Wonder Pod. I'm back from Mazatlan, Mexico. feel great. Um, I didn't get a tan. I don't tan. Uh, maybe a little. No, no, absolutely nothing on there. Um, but in any event, had a lot of fun. Uh, I'll get to that here in a sec. Real quick, from the jump, happy birthday. Shout out to my guy, Big Mike a.k.a. Kurt Green, a.k.a. Silky Johnson. It is his birthday this week. Happy birthday week to you, my friend. Uh, like I had said, just got back from Mazatlan. Um, on the way there, my wife, my son, and I had a layover in Dallas, and it was, just as you can imagine, super sad, uh, you know, a couple days after their loss. And, um, yeah, I don't really like the Dallas airport, if I'm going to be honest. Way too big. Feels super old, but uh, it is what it is. We got in Mazatlan. Man, it was great. Weather was perfect. My son loves the beach, so spent a lot of time on the beach. Had a lot of drinks, a lot of heartburn, a lot of Rolades and Tums, <laughs> sand, water. It was it was just so nice to get away for a little bit. Um, you know, we made the flight back. Late last night, had a long layover in Phoenix, which is okay. I really like the Phoenix airport. Uh, my son did great, man. Did really, really, really well. Uh, there was a, a kid sitting directly behind my wife and my son, who was probably two years old with his mom, and he was uh, screaming his head off, like, nonstop. His voice was raspy. Like, he was the Jada kiss of two-year-olds. And it just seemed like he was always screaming. Luckily, uh, my son slept most of the flight and again, was just really, uh, man, really well behaved. It was, it was really nice. Um, you know, now that he's getting a little bit older, he's starting to understand things like he needs to be good. It just made for a really good trip to, to be honest with you. It was, it was, it was great. And then we got back to Salt Lake, landed late last night and, um, man, we had to get on a bus to drive to the terminal. That's never happened to me before. It was super weird, but was a great, you know, welcome back home moment to get off the plane in 25 degree weather to hop on a bus to drive you to the terminal. In any event, uh, really great trip all around. Always fun to go out there. Uh, really just opened your eyes to see how people are living in other areas of the world. Um, a lot of hardworking people out there in Mazatlan. That's that's for sure. Kids too, man. That's that's the craziest thing. You got little kids working on the beaches, selling stuff for their families. You know, little toys and food and different things. And it's just like, damn, we are very very lucky to be where we are at, um, where we live now. So, uh, yeah. In any event, woke up this morning. My son had parent teachers conferences for preschool perfect man he, they said he's doing great uh funny enough they said he is much quieter than the other boys in class and and can be reserved and kind of shy at times and me and my wife looked at each other like what our son 
is this for him? This is his uh, report here because at home he's definitely not that way. But it was uh, it was great to see that and talk to his teachers a little bit and just get a you know a shining report on him. Made us very very happy. All right, before we get into NBA talk, I wanted to give some predictions for this weekend's Royal Rumble. That's right, a little bit of wrestling talk. It's been a minute since we had it. If you're not in the wrestling, just fast forward about two minutes. You should probably write in the beginning of the NBA talk. But Royal Rumble, man, one of those things that's just very nostalgic for me, watching all those as a kid. Flair winning the Royal Rumble, Hogan so many times, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, Shawn Michaels, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, But let's get into it. Uh, The card as it reads right now, mixed tag match, nobody cares. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Maurice, don't care. Miz is probably going to win that one with Maurice somehow, some some chicantery, some tomfoolery, if you will. Uh, The Raw Women's Championship match, Becky Lynch against Dewdrop. I think you can just tell by the names there. Becky Lynch is winning. Um, Dewdrop needs a different name. They need to do something with that. Anyways, Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. You gotta think Reigns wins. Takes it into WrestleMania. Um, This next match... The WWE Championship match. Lesnar against Lashley. I don't see them having Lesnar lose... But then also, I can really see Lashley winning. <laughs> this is really, really hard for me to call. But with that said, I am going to go with the upset here. Someone interfering and Bobby Lashley taking home the gold. Brock Lesnar probably coming back at a later date. Uh, the Women's Royal Rumble. A lot of a lot of great options here. Bianca Belair, Bailey. Uh, you know, Alexa Bliss, Rhea Ripley. <sighs> maybe, maybe, you know, there's there was a hint that Ronda Rousey makes a comeback. I don't think that's possible, really. Mickey James is coming back. No, nah, she's not winning. Sonya Deville, no. Lita, no. Uh, I got to go with Bianca Belair to headline Mania, uh, at least for the Women's Championship again this year. Now, the men's Royal Rumble match. These are always fun. Uh, you know, it's fun to see what Kofi's going to do to get eliminated, but not get eliminated, save himself. You got Finn Balor, you got Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, McIntyre, Big E, um, Omos. He could be a sneaky one. I don't think they're ready to push him like that yet, but I could see them giving him a lot of run in this rumble. Finn Balor, eh, Damian Priest, no. Randy Orton, ugh. I think they're, the plans for Orton are to have a little bit of a, a feud going into Mania with Riddle breaking up that tag team. So I got I, I have to think Big E wins the Royal Rumble. So there you go. There are my picks. Again, hopefully that didn't last much longer than two minutes. We're going to have another wrestling uh, pod when Mania gets close. But coming up. We have some NBA talk with my guy, Mike Thompson, and then Conan Hooper back to talk about a crazy, incredible weekend in football and preview the conference championships coming up. But first, a word from my guy, Dre Rocca. 
Will Wonder Podcast fans, I apologize. I'm not going to take too much of your time. I just wanted to take a second to introduce myself. My name is Dre Rocca, and I have this podcast called Unrestricted, where I get to interview some of my uh, my really good friends and homies, and I won't even call it an interview. It's really just us bantering and uh, learning about each other. And if you're outside of Utah, stop by, get to know our community, because our community is dope. And not only that, but I have a, a radio show on U92, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday, and uh, I sit down and I talk talk to uh, some different personalities, uh, entertainers. Like I have this a segment right now called I Love That with my good friend Lisa Barlow from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So we get into a lot of conversation and I would love for you to bring uh, be a part of it. So come on over, allrock.com. That's A-L-L-R-A-W-K.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dre Rocka. That's D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A. Now back to the show. All right. We are back uh man week i don't know of the nba i'm so used to saying that when i start a segment now with the nfl it's so so easy to follow but we're just a a week past halfway point in the nba season so i brought on my guy and one of my nba uh teammates if you will uh to cover some hoops for us my guy mr come on alex the ref did not call that mike thompson mike how are you my friend i'm good man thank you for having me back bro yeah, absolutely. And we'll, uh, you know, continue to have you back throughout the season. Um, wanted to cover quite a few things today, but first let's start with this. Um, today is the two year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's passing. So I thought it would be fun to, uh, just give a, give some of your favorite Kobe memories, Kobe moments, um, you know, one or two of them, uh, feel free. You, you can start and then I'll go after you. Yeah, one of my top ones that I always remember is just, you know, how tough he was. But the the Matt Barnes inbound fake. He throws <laughs> the ball at his face. He's just like, everybody's going to duck. But Kobe's yeah. not going to duck. He's the one guy. Yeah, and that, <clears throat> that year, the Magic were coming off of going to the finals mm-hmm. and then, you know, losing, obviously. So they brought in Matt Barnes, bring in some, you know, some – for lack of a better term, grit, some, some nuts to the team is what it really was. Get a couple of dogs. And when he did that, I was like, hell yeah. Kobe didn't flinch. Oh, wait a minute. Wrong guy. What the hell (laughs) was he looking or did he blink? You know what I mean? But yeah, that's, that was definitely one of mine. Um, You go and you talk about that, you know, the Mamba mentality, the way he worked, just how tough he was. And I think you have to look at, when he tore his Achilles against the Warriors. Oh, yep. Yeah. April 12th, 2013. Tear, tears his Achilles, then goes to the free throw line, sinks two free throws, and and proceeds to walk off the court. And it's like, man, I, I don't know about you, but when I bump knees with somebody playing basketball, I might, have to, sit, I might have to sit for a solid game. I don't know if I'm coming back in, much less shooting free throws, then walking off the court. Like, and man. you know me, man, like I, I <clears throat> if I had two uh, healthy ACLs and two Achilles, I could barely hit two free throws. So it's impressive <laughs> as hell. You're absolutely right on that. Yeah. Uh, but he was a monster um, and just, you know, obviously one of the greatest basketball minds, basketball talents in, yep. in the history of the game. So, uh, you know, always a sad day, but um, also a day to look back and remember some of the the crazy stuff that he had done. Uh, and, and some of his accomplishments through uh, his career. So 
Wanted to get she that out of the way. Him and recipe to Gigi. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any other moments that you wanted to touch on uh, before we continue? Uh, no. I mean, the only other one that I really had marked down was uh, um, I heard rumor had it that he did the early morning workouts like at four, three in the morning with no oh, music. Yeah. No music, no nothing besides just hearing him work out. So, yeah. And that wild. was. That was crazy. Like they, they, they touched on some of his workouts too. Like you said, waking up that early, but a lot of times he, uh, from what I had read and what I understand, he had did that so he could take his girls to school and then get back to working out afterwards, which is just fucking insane. So go shows, to practice and all that other stuff. Yeah. 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 He was, uh, he was just one of a kind. That's for sure. So rest in peace to Kobe, rest in peace to Gigi, uh, and everyone else who had passed away. Uh, on that helicopter crash sad day I, I still remember being in the gym and uh you know across my phone i get a i don't remember if it was bleacher report that had shared the tmz article but it was like what no like it didn't make sense yeah no yeah you were like no that's not right right like this gotta be <clears throat> yeah but super sad um but again always a a day to look back on his accomplishments and what he had done and, and meant to the, uh, the basketball community. So, um, all right, this is what we're going to do today, Mike. I kind of okay. told you where we were going. We can obviously, uh, last week with Kurt, I talked a little bit of, I mean, I've talked a lot about the Cleveland Cavaliers, but it would be cool to touch on maybe a surprise team. Also some disappointing teams. Um, we can get into some trade talk, uh, and then just kind of, you know, uh, go from there and see where that that leads us. But if you have either a surprise team or a disappointing team you want to touch on, uh, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, yeah, for my surprise team, it's it, even though it's not a surprise because we knew they were coming. It's it's Memphis still. Mm. Memphis, man, they're 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 dangerous and they still aren't healthy. That's the worrying part. They went what was it ten and zero, eleven and zero without Jaw. Yeah, I don't have Brooks so. They're on their way. They're another team to watch out for in the West, for sure. Yeah, that's what's crazy is they they haven't had their full roster most of the year. <clears throat> Just like you said, they played great without John Morant. They haven't had Brooks in some time. Right now, they're sitting in third, uh, right above your Utah Jazz. Calm they're down. Se- <laughs> seven and three in their last ten. Now, I don't think when it comes to the playoffs, they're going to be able to get past maybe a Phoenix, Golden State, probably not a Utah, but who's to say maybe they make a move. I don't think they should because I feel like they have a really good dynamic Agreed. and it seems like everyone uh, plays well together on that team, but they for sure have pieces to make a move to grab somebody else. But I, I don't see them doing that. Yeah. Mar- say built from within, man. Yeah, absolutely. And what Morant's been able to do there in Memphis, the past, what are we third year of his career now? Yep. Year three. And that's the thing, him. They got uh, Jackson. If Jackson can come on and actually be that all-star type of player, they won't need to get anybody else. Exactly. Still, still kind of hurting over Desmond Bain. We should have got him. Man, what a what a crazy uh, – you know, he's played 45 games this season, all, all but uh, – I think I think they've played three, uh, three more than that, 48 all year. Mm. Um, but, damn, yeah, Bain, 17 and a half points. Uh, you know, on the stat sheet – not a lot jumps out at you besides that steal per game, but he just fits in great at that two exactly. position. And then, like you said, Jaron Jackson, Jr. Brooks, who's only played 21 games uh, all year. 
And I mean, they got guys that can come off the bench. They were this way last year where I was like, man, this is a really good young team. You got a guy like Steven Adams, who again, doesn't necessarily fill up the stat sheet by any means. Knows his role though. But he knows his role. He, he, he's probably really well liked within the team itself. And it, I can't, I can't help but laugh every time they replayed it probably 10 or 12 times last week where he picked up picked Tony up Bradley dude. and just walked him away. <laughs> right. And Tony Bradley is seven, two, probably what? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's got to be, he's got to be two seventy ish. Yeah. And to just pick him up and be like, no, 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 you're not, you're not going to mess with Morant. Come on. Knowing that Steven Adams is the strongest guy in the league from what right. everyone says. It's like, yeah, Tony Bradley wasn't going to do nothing. That's why he just sat there. He didn't really fight that hard. You know? <laughs> yeah. You knew yeah. exactly what was happening, but they're deep. They're, I mean, yeah, they're, they're a scary team for sure. Um, I, I think my, I mean, I, I've beat Cleveland to death, right? We talk, I talk about, but who saw week, that coming though? Nobody, nobody. Like, I mean, essentially they've added Mobley. Great player. They added Lori Markinen, who I've said it a couple times. I totally made fun of them for adding Lori Markinen right after they drafted Mobley. I agree. Uh, they added Ricky Rubio, who, you know, uh, he's hurt. He's done for the year. Colin Sexton's only played 11 games, but Darius Garland is all the same. Man, sudden, I've, been, I've been on his training for the last two years. Darius Garland is a hooper. He looks great. Uh, averaging almost 20 points a game for him. Jared Allen, like, low-key might be a, a sneaky, like, all-star slide-in. You know, there's only, like, right. maybe another injury or two away from Reserve that. Reserve guy, yep. But Evan Mobley, man, the way that he can, uh, you know, and Kurt and I talked about this last week, but the way that he can defend, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he can defend point guards, the you know, the quicker point guard, but he can yeah. switch out on a lot of different wings and then obviously is is a good defender underneath. A core very active. Yeah. They're just a fun team to watch. Um, All forward team, man. I love it. It's weird, isn't it? Like. Like this is something like you would mess around with back in the day on like NBA Live or NBA 2K. <laughs> just just to just to prove to your boy that you're better than them. Exactly. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one point guard and four forwards, <laughs> and I'm still gonna beat your ass. Right. <laughs> and that's weird. Shit's working though. It's yeah. working. Yeah, they look great. I mean, obviously the other surprise team is Chicago. Um, oh, yeah. You know, last year they they fall short of the playoffs, but then they add Demar Derozan, who I had picked last week as my midseason MVP. Um, but it's they between him and LeBron, they look they look great. They look great in the West. Like you said, you touched on Memphis. Um, the only other team that's a surprise for me in the West is Minnesota, and it's strictly because I shit on them so heavy. <laughs> Uh, I think about uh, maybe about eight, uh, 12 games in because they were just, they looked awful. And I said, you know what? Yeah. It's time for them to move Carl Anthony Towns. He's wasting away in Minnesota. And then I swear to God, they must have heard it. I'm not, you know, I don't want to take credit for it. State, <laughs> state of Minnesota, you know what I mean? But after that, they, they kind of turned it on. Now they're, in my opinion, they're not going to, do much in the playoffs once the playoff time comes around. But right now they're sitting at a seventh seed. They're ahead of the Lakers, ahead of the Clippers, obviously injuries on both of those teams. But if you would have told me that Minnesota would be in that seventh slot halfway through the year, I would have said there's no way in hell. See, my thing was I thought they were going to be better last year, just in general. I thought they're going to be a better team overall. And it's just every year it's like, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll need to restart. 
Yeah. Every year, super disappointing. And I, yeah. I think, I think that leads us to, to the next uh, topic here is, is disappointing teams. Now there's a number of them before we get into our actual ones. We want to really dig in about. I just want to say the Kings are the worst organization in basketball. Can I just say that? And I'm an Orlando Magic fan, and and I know how bad my team is ran. Hey, at least you got there in the last 15, 20 years. Exactly. It's been 15 years since the Kings have made the playoffs. And I don't, I just don't get it. I I don't know how they can always be towards the top of the draft and And not not put it together. I mean, De'Aaron Fox, I feel like he's a pretty decent player. Buddy Heald can shoot, right? Maybe defend a little bit. Halliburton, they they have guys. They have pieces, yeah, they have pieces. But Davion Mitchell, but again, how, are you going to play three or four guards at a time on the you know the, the total opposite of Cleveland? Yeah, and without a, a true big, <laughs> yeah, you got I Tristan mean, Thompson playing minutes. Uh, like, yeah, Tristan Thompson, Alex Len, like Rashawn Holmes. I like Holmes though. I will say that. He I mean, off. he's a and then Bagley. They totally fucked up the whole Bagley situation. Imagine if they would have took anybody else. <laughs> they took if they took Trey Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Yeah. Like, I thought wild when I did that mock draft that year. I said Luka's going there to the Kings. Well, guess nope. again. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, I mean, they're not a disappointing team this year. They're a disappointing team every year. So let's hit on some disappointing. <laughs> at least for the last fifteen, let's yeah. hit on uh, some disappointing teams for this year. Who's who's some uh, some teams that you're just disgusted in i don't have too many just because you know there's been a lot of the whole covid protocol so it's kind of hard to say like this team's right. bad objectively but the one that actually does make me kind of piss off is the hawks oh yeah they make me really mad um yeah. just because you, you, you do so well last year you bring back the same team you don't have too many injuries and you produce this i know i don't get it either <laughs> they're they're my number one most disappointing team now yeah. deandre hunter's been hurt Bogdanovich hasn't played a lot, but you know, Trey Young, he's been there for the most part. Collins has been there for the most yep. part. Collins is there. All those guys yeah. that kind of got that, like I said, outside of Bogdanovich and yeah. Hunter a little bit, but Collins apparently wants out. Um, who kind of did? I do too, but at the same time, I don't like. So they started off really slow last year, right? Yeah. I remember close to the All Star break, they were, and then they just made a run, but. It, I don't know. They they have so much talent on that team, and I still think they're they're going to be making a move because that Cam Reddish trade uh, opened up a spot for them. Yep. Um, and and you know they get Kevin Knox, who's like, what are they going to do with Kevin Knox? Probably nothing. I, I'm still hoping for that, brother. I feel are like you? I'm one, I'm one of those guys where it's like he might be one of those project guys that just need a new uh, scenario, mm. but got to get minutes. So yeah, if you're not doing it in practice. Forget about. It. I mean, the hard thing for him, like is the guys he has ahead of him That's on this true. Atlanta team, you know, and it was the same thing in, in uh, New, York. New York. Yeah. He wasn't going to get run there. Cam Reddish was playing pretty decent minutes. I think about 24 minutes per game for, mm-hmm. for Atlanta before he got traded. I'm still waiting to see how he turns out in New York, but so he's basically a 12th man right now. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I'm right there with you. Atlanta at the top of the list. Now, Atlanta could probably turn it on again like they did last year, end up, you know, getting into the playoffs somewhere between that seventh, eighth, oh, yeah. ninth spot. Plenty of time. But they are 100% the most disappointing team to me. Next up for me, 
would be a team that they clashed with in the playoffs last year. Bing bong. Yeah. What the, what is wrong with the Knicks? You got, you know, there's, there's the, the, the issue that Randall had when he was getting boot, when the team was getting booed, I should say. That's chemistry, man. It feels like RJ Barrett has kind of elevated his game a little bit this year, but then, I mean, you got Evan Fournier. I had to deal with Evan Fournier for years. <laughs> up and down, up and down player, man. Disgustingly up and up and down and can't defend. I think I could get a bucket on Evan Fournier. I'm just going to throw it out there. At least and one. Uh, and he's a, he's a professional basketball player. I'm, I'm that, kidding. I probably couldn't. You probably could, though. You probably <laughs> honestly could. And the sad thing is, is that they needed exactly what he can give you. He just doesn't give it, give you that every night. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's the main problem because they needed offense in the worst way. That's yep. why when he got Kemba, too. But Yeah. And Kemba, I mean, that, you know, 27 games this year. Derrick Rose obviously has been hurt. Alec Burks, man, he's he's been a high point for him. That's, in the, my that's opinion. one of their best signings. That's one of their best yeah. signings in the last couple years yeah quickly uh you know mitchell robinson it's there you go and and they need to free ob toppin i he's not gonna i've said it before he's not gonna get a ton of run with julius randall in there he's getting 15 minutes a game right now Mm. god damn it (laughs) we my magic have about 38 guards i'd be willing to move (laughs) one of them not named jalen suggs I'm just saying, Cole you guys, Anthony. You for, guys flip flop, man. You guys flip flop. You had all yeah. the bigs a couple of years ago, and now you got all the guards. I know, I know. I need to. I need to send an email in. Get Ob <laughs> Ob for Markel or something. I don't You're know. Minnesota Magic, Magic, man. You're yeah, Minnesota exactly. Magic. Speak it into the universe. Speak it into existence. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Knicks super disappointing. Uh, I have a couple more. Who, do you have anybody else? Not really. Like I said, I don't have too many that I wasn't expecting like Indiana. Sure. But I yeah. wasn't expecting a lot of them, but well, th- they're my next one. Like okay. uh, Sabonis all-star last year. I know Brogdon's been hurt and like consistently not playing. And I know this not because I, I religiously follow Indiana Pacers basketball, but he's on my fucking fantasy team <laughs> and he's just been sitting in that injured spot Karis Levert it's uh, another interesting guy. he's a, yeah he's a, it's tough with him you got uh uh Chris Duarte the rookie who started off the season on fire and and he's he still went, playing fine didn't he go he through protocols down. or something yeah 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 and uh you know Turner there's so much talk about Turner about, about Indiana as a whole blowing it up they need to yeah, why not? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know what and I mean? That's my thing. Is like you have talent, but that's mid-talent. At most, you're what, a top five at on the best of times. Yeah, and I don't even see them getting there. Like, you know, you look at the East as it stands, and it's like, are, would they ever, even without Kyrie Irving, are they ever passing up Brooklyn? Mm-mm. Probably not. Never going to pass up Miami. They're not going to pass up Milwaukee, Philly, uh, Cleveland. Hornets, honestly. The Hornets, Hornets are are honestly surprising me. I mean, Ball's been playing really well. You know, when Hayward is, he's played forty five games, which, you know, that in the past couple seasons that hasn't been his mo to play a lot, uh, either injuries or, or 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 you know whatever else takes him out of the game. Yep. Um, PJ Washington's looked good. Uh, Bridges. Another, like, probably going to sneak in for the all-star game. He's yep. leading that team in points. Same, man. Um, they, could be a, they could be a scary team 
in a couple yes. of years, I think. Yeah, I said they're still young. It's another. I'm not going to say they're as good. Obviously, not not as good as Memphis, but they're another yeah. up and coming. Yeah, and I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't. I when when Ball was drafted, I didn't see it. Like you know, I obviously saw the ten thousand videos of him in high school, <laughs> and then when he played in New threes. Zealand, I was like, well, he doesn't look great out there, and this these players aren't you know They're top tier players yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um but he's man he maybe he was just chilling you know what i mean <laughs> right just out there getting some run in but he's averaging seven and a half assists seven boards a block and a half or a steal and a half um i don't know 19 points like pretty that's, solid for his second season i'm <laughs> saying that's that's dangerous him and edwards man Old yeah two. Mm-hmm. Leading the league in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anthony Edwards is is a, is is mean. I just need him get some assists. That's all I want. <laughs> no, he's not passing the ball. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> Jordan at least got three or four a game. And come on, man. Yep. Uh, you know, the only other disappointing team, and obviously there's been a lot of injuries, but it has to be the Lakers, right? Like, I don't want to throw dirt on a dead team. Ooh. <laughs> they're, they're too old right now, man. Unless there's a trade <laughs> deadline, unless there's something that's going to happen where Russ goes out and AD can somehow not be street clothes. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing with the Lakers. There's been a lot of like, if they can make a move, there's no move to be made. No, they have three guys that make a shitload of money that are their best players. You got Melo, who's had a pretty pretty decent season coming yeah. off the bench. Malik Monk, who in the last paid. month and a half has been solid, uh, playing probably the best basketball he's played in the NBA. He's going to get paid. And then they, you know, they keep trying to make us think that Horton Tucker is like oh. the second coming of something. <laughs> and in all reality, it's probably to try to trade him, you know, and maybe he, maybe he goes somewhere else and he has a good, career or he flourishes like I, I think about Kuzma I thought Kuzma in in LA was just I was like this dude is gonna be out of the league in a couple of years playing overseas which is funny though that you say that because uh, I think it was I just read some stats in 2019 he has best uh, uh season had like 18 and like six or something like that oh when the year LeBron was hurt right uh yes with, when it was him Ingram yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, now the, the whole storyline is going where it's like, oh, now all of a sudden he's blowing up and it's like, eh. yeah, but well, I, I think the hardest thing for a young player that's not like superstar status is to flourish with LeBron. Right. Like, yeah, you got to like, get in where you fit in. Yeah. Like the role players, like, you know, you think about like the Cleveland Cavalier days with, with, uh, uh, Gibson, you think about <laughs> the heat, like y- y- I mean, the Heat were an amazing team. <laughs> like, if Ray Allen is your one of your main role players, just hitting threes in the corner, you're doing something right. Yeah, like you, you fucking, you're gonna win a championship, and they did. Um, that series. Yeah, <laughs> but this this Lakers roster, like, I don't know. It, I don't believe in Malik Monk hitting a big shot for you in the in the playoffs. Um, Avery Bradley, I mean, he's been there. He's played solid defense, but is he hitting the shot for you? I mean, you're not even passing the ball, man. Yeah. And then they have a lot of guys that they bring on 10 days, right? Yep. Um, uh, well, they just signed Stanley Johnson. 
I mean, defense that helps, but he's yeah. not shooting the ball. Well, he w- didn't correct correct me if I'm wrong here. Didn't he go off against? Oh no, 15 points. Sorry, for him, that's going <clears> off. Yeah, it is against against the Jazz. Like he was the best player on the court for a couple minutes, yep. which was like, what the hell? <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, the Lakers. I don't know. Like, unless there's some crazy buyout and someone says, uh, yeah, I'll go there and play. I, but I, just, I still don't even see it happen. Why wouldn't they go to a Phoenix or a Golden State or a Memphis, Utah, you know, a team that looks like they're ready to win a title now, right? Yeah. And that's the thing that LA doesn't have their main issues. They don't have defense, even with Anthony Davis and, like I said, with the injuries. Yeah. So they, they can get buckets, especially when LeBron and AD are out there. But once we add in Russ, like that clogs up the paint, obviously. Yeah. Someone was saying, uh, and I, I can't remember where I heard it, but they were talking about, isn't it funny? The Lakers in the bubble were sagging off of Russ like five <laughs> feet. <laughs> and then they added him to the team, you know, expecting him to be a shooter. Exactly. Off ball shooter. Yeah. I heard, a, I heard a rumor now about a Westbrook for John wall. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's any better, but yeah, that's a bit better. I don't know. I mean, it's weird because when's the last time John Wall has, has really played. It's been what, like a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, last year. year and, and, I, and I, I've always liked John wall, but like you said, how different is that than Russell Westbrook? I, I think Westbrook is, uh, I, uh, I don't know if explosive is the word, but probably more explosive than John wall. John wall's fast, Currently, right? Yeah. Quick, but yeah, that, I mean, that kind of leads us to the, to, to our next topic with some of the trade rumors. That was one of them that, Westbrook for wall, Westbrook for wall. Number one, why would Houston want to do that? Unless they're buying out. Like I said, unless they buy them out or something. Yeah, exactly. Because you're literally just doing the exact same thing again. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't see a fix or a move for Russell Westbrook. And and it, he makes too much money. That's the biggest thing. That's the like, only thing holding them back from trading yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then other than that, I mean, who else are they trading? Again, like. Uh, Horton Tucker, are they, you know, going to move Malik Monk? They're only two decent bench players, <laughs> you <laughs> know, like, or I guess like, I, not, not, I guess Carmelo's on the bench. So I should take that back, but still, you know, but over, you know, the ones that are, are supposed to be getting traded right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard some rumors about what uh, uh, THT Kendrick Nunn, a reason, like one other dude for something. Mm. I don't know what that's going to get you, but yeah, that might be the move. Cause everybody's talking about, Oh, Jeremy Grant. I'm like, I don't think that's going to get it. What the fuck is the deal with Jeremy? Why is everybody <laughs> wanting Jeremy Grant? Like, I, I'm not saying he's not a, a good player, but like he's in every trade rumor and teams are acting like he's going to change the, the course of their franchise, bringing in Jeremy Grant. Like, so he hasn't played Hardly at all this season. Am I am I wrong with that? Like I haven't seen him. All, oh, he yeah. hasn't played all in January at least. He played twenty four games this year. Mm. He's averaging twenty points on the Detroit Pistons, which anybody can. And I think that's really what it is. It's one of those types of things where it's like he looks good on bad teams. Yeah. If you look at his numbers in Denver, granted it granted it was when Denver was hot. Yeah. He was doing what like 10, 11 points. Yeah, 12, 12 points. The thing with Grant was he was really solid coming off the bench. Like 
And especially in the bubble, gave him a spark. And that's how he made this money. And and all he said is that he wants to be the number one option on the team. But like it's Detroit. Well, I think Cade Cunningham's gonna be that. <laughs> I think he's where, I think he's where, lost that. <laughs> where, then where else are you gonna go? Is my question. Yeah, the the that leads us to there's a lot of talk about him going to either the Hawks, not the number one option there, yeah. or the Kings. The Kings I guess that's number one option, depending on who he's being traded for. Uh, sure, because I mean, Fox is going to, if Fox is still there or even Halliburton is still there, they're going to be probably the number one option, at least touches wise. Yeah. And, and my thought is if, I mean, of course, all of these are rumors. I don't, right. under, I don't understand a, a Jeremy Grant for Fox trade mm-hmm. in respect of making it making sense for Detroit. Yeah, especially Cade yeah. Cunningham needs the is the guy who's who should have the ball in his hands most of the time, and I love I you know Fox is a, a fun player to watch, but I feel like he also needs the ball in his hands, and you're putting them together that doesn't really make any sense. And again, these are all rumors, so who the hell knows? Maybe yeah. Jeremy Grant just chills in Detroit, and you know gets upset that he's not the number one option. I don't know. <laughs> At least you got your money, bro. Oh yeah, he's, he's he's set, but. You know, and then there was there was a lot of uh, on on Jazz Twitter, which is fun to read. Sometimes there was a lot of talk about trying to get him for Bogdanovich and some picks. And um, I mean, I think he'd fit in good in Utah. I do too. I just don't. I wouldn't give up Bogdanovich. My only reason why is because they're very similar. Like Grant gives you better defense. I would say mm-hmm. but Bogdanovich is a hooper. He can. Yeah. Get- and he, he can hit those threes that you need in, exactly. in, in key. And, and, you know, Grant, again, I, I'll i be damned if I watch a ton of Detroit Pistons basketball, but I've watched a little bit with, with Cade playing there. I don't think I watched a single Detroit game last year, if I'm being honest. like uh, I might be in the same boat. Yeah. This year I've watched a few with Cade uh, through the uh, NBA. They don't call it the ticket, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, the – League pass, um, league pass. There you go. And and I've caught a little bit of Cade Cunningham, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if Grant finds a team where he's the absolute number one option and he gets paid as much as he's getting paid. Now. Yeah. And, and my thing is if, uh, with the jazz Twitter talk, I would take him if he's a okay, being with, okay with, uh, you know, being not the number one guy, obviously. Yeah. And then B, if we don't give up uh, Bogdanovich, but if we get up like pieces like a Royce O'Neal, um, mm-hmm. a couple bench guys, some picks, then I'm talking. Yeah, man, I've I've always really been a, a Royce O'Neal fan. Like I, I love, love Royce for what he 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 can have a game where he can get you like 15, 16, even twenty points at times, but he's always very consistent in his defense. Yeah, and I think you know every time you look at anything that you know again, Jazz Twitter. Oh, we can't defend the wings like. Well, that's what Royce O'Neal does, and a lot of times people are putting him in trade <laughs> trade talks, and it's that. like, yeah. and it's like, well, what the fuck do you guys want? But that's a that's, whole, my that's thing a whole is, topic for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, he can guard two. He can guard two through four, sometimes five. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is, is it's basically just him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, anyway, trade talk. Yeah. Heart. Uh, let's do this. Ben Simmons. You know, they're, they're, they're now saying we had talked in our, in our group text a little bit about it. I was a couple of drinks in on the beach, so I didn't add a lot of uh, commentary to the group text, but you know, they're, they're talking about, well, we're fine with just keeping him 
letting him sit out and then trying to really make a deal for James Harden next in the, in the off season. And, you know, a lot of rumors going around Harden isn't happy, which I don't fucking blame him. Yeah. Especially <laughs> right now, man. I, yeah. I don't want to get into that other stuff, but I, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And it, so uh, Ben Simmons for Harden, which initially when Harden was trying to get out of Houston, I said, man, Ben Simmons would make a lot of sense. That'd be a great <laughs> trade. I was saying real quick. And, but, but now here we are Philly and, and, you know, uh, Brooklyn, I don't know. James Harden is a, is a good player. Again, another player that like a number of players really need the ball in his hands to be really uh, top tier. Like, you know, the, the star player that he is, he needs the ball in his hands, which was kind of weird when he initially went to Brooklyn, in my opinion, but I understood that. Trying to he, wanted, win. he wants a title. Yeah. And I mean, they should have, if everyone's healthy, people aren't playing part-time and all that other shit. So uh, my thought is this, what does it look like next year? Cause apparently this isn't going to happen before then, but a Ben Simmons to Brooklyn for James Harden, there's going to be a couple other pieces in there. Yeah. But who who wins that trade? If if you know we're just stacking up the two main players, is it is it Brooklyn getting Ben Simmons, taking some of the weight off of KD's shoulders, defending the best player on the other team? Because that's what KD has to do now. Also, yeah. being able to actually play. That's why <laughs> I was going to say all Ben year. Simmons would be the winner out of all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Getting out of Philly, and then honestly, I think it's a win win personally. If if James Harden doesn't want to stay in Brooklyn, James Harden wants to stay in Brooklyn, don't do it. Yeah. But if he wants to go, uh, that's a win-win for both sides for me. Cause right now Brooklyn needs defense. Oh yeah. Uh, especially at the big, uh, like you said. So I would I would I'd pull the trigger on that, uh, depending on the pieces, depending on the uh picks and everything. Yeah. And then with Philly, that's obvious. Like James Harden and, and Joel Embiid. Yeah. Put some shooters around him. That's a that that those two those two uh might be going after Milwaukee and Miami. Like that pick and roll would be uh, disgusting. Uh, <laughs> pick and pop. Whatever. Like I kind of get excited. I don't even like Philly like that, but I kind of get excited if that did happen. Yeah. Just to watch it. They 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 need to do something. So next year will be Joel Embiid's ninth season. Obviously, he didn't even play the first two. First three, yeah. So, you know, the whole process thing. And but but still <laughs> processed. like processed, yeah. Still, uh, how many years does a big man like that have to play at the level he's playing? You know, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it's 12. Not too many. Right. Especially like, with, with his injuries, like with his injuries. Exactly. If it was like a, a Nikola Jokic type of player, I'd be like, he's got time. Yeah. Not as he doesn't need to do as much well, yeah. athletically, but Joel only got so many more. I think you look back at like, I'd have to, I, you know, and I didn't look this up. I should have before we started, but like Akeem Olajuwon's career, I, I would say probably 10 to 12 years. And again, I, off the top of my head, because I think it was like the 95, 96 season was his last really good season. And then after that, it was a steep gotcha. decline. Yep. And then, you know, guys like um, now I, I would say Akeem it, uh, Embiid and Akeem are the closest uh, parallels Oh yeah. You wouldn't compare him to Shaq. Obviously you wouldn't compare him to David Robinson, but big guys, Yao Ming, for example, big guys 
don't tend to have that long career at that dominant uh, status, right? Mm. So they they need to fucking do something because Daryl Morey is just wasting time holding on to Ben Simmons now. And and also, like you said, what if Harden says, no, I'm cool. I'm going to stay in Brooklyn. These dumbasses... Held on to Ben Simmons all year to do and, what? And that's what I said. That was my very first thing. I'm like, if if Philly was smart, they should have just traded him right after the season. Yeah. Because they had some better offers than what they're getting now. Oh, yeah. In the summer. Like, I mean, th- there was the, uh, I don't remember all the pieces, but it was Halliburton, uh, Bagley, I want to say healed for Ben Simmons and then like a, a another player. I, I all summer I said, why don't they trade him to Portland for Lillard, throw in Maxi a pick and then get some bench player from Portland. I mean, obviously, you know, Dame had his injury. So I mean, who saw that coming, you know, and, and then maybe if he is in Philly and he gets that same injury or or whatever the case may be, maybe he tries to really um get back quicker, but right now, why would he, I wouldn't, (laughs) you know, being in Portland, what do you have to gain? So yeah, a whole lot going on. I mean, there, there, there was also talk about Simmons to, I mean, Sacramento's in every fucking trade rumor. At this point, I just want him to like go to Sacramento at this point. Cause every time he gets brought up, it's like Sacramento, Sacramento, Portland, Sacramento. I just want to see him play because I really enjoy watching him play. Now he can't shoot for shit, right? In a game, obviously he's a probably a. Everyone jokes about the videos he puts up on his Instagram right. and whatever. All time LA fitness shooter. Yeah, yeah, but he can play basketball. He's he's a great defensive player. He can get to the hoop like at will. And for a guy that's you know, I think he's like what six ten, and they say he's six nine. Or he's, yeah, he's tall. Yeah, so or it's six, like eight or something on there. I don't know. I just want to see him play. I don't. And there's people on who are you're either most people are either. Uh, well, the player shouldn't be able to decide what he wants to do or where he takes his career. And then on the other side, it's like they should have total freedom to decide what they want to do. I'm like, can we just do what's best for fucking basketball? Right. Overall, <laughs> like I get both sides of the argument, like mm-hmm. obviously, but it's just at this point, especially with Philly, this is going to, this is going to cause a lot of problems with the whole CBA agreement and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Just because it's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Your who's second, the, your control? second best player, obviously you have Embiid, who's a top 10 player, your second best player, who's probably a top 30 guy. <laughs> is just sitting at home. You could get something for him to help your team this year and, you know, going on, but you just rather like be super stuck to what you said you were going to do in the first right. place. And just, just being real stubborn. Fucking stupid. Anyways, let's, let's move on from that. Uh, did you have you, do you have any other trade rumors you wanted to touch on or anything crazy you've heard about? Uh, I mean, I've heard a few like a Harrison Barnes to Utah, mm-hmm. uh, it's actually Simmons to Atlanta for Collins, but that one's weird to me. That's a weird uh, fit with Embiid and Collins, but yeah, and kind of Simmons and uh, Trey Young. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, that is. I don't know how that how that works. Would, would you want Harry? I mean, for Harrison Barnes, they'd have to give up Bogdanovich, right? Like that's the only way yeah. the money would work. Yeah, my thing is that's an improvement on defense. I don't know if that's enough for offense. Yeah, kind of. I feel like that's just another swapping pieces type of thing. Hmm. 
man, Barnes has had a weird career, like not, not a bad career, but just, it's, it's not odd. what I thought he would be like yeah. coming from North Carolina. He was so good his, his freshman year. So you, what do you go? Number three or something like that? Uh, I'd have to look back at it. No, he wasn't number one. I, I think he, he was, was up there though. Yeah. And then you think he's going to be this wing, this small forward, and then, you know, <laughs> doesn't show up in the playoffs for Golden State when they need uh, him. Uh, they move on from him, and he's playing the the four in Sacramento. <laughs> it's like, God, what the dude. fuck? Just wasting away out there. But I'm saying it's one of those things where it's like potential mm-hmm. unrealized type of thing. And again, we go back Kings 15 years since they've been in the playoffs. Yeah. They can't fucking figure it out. It just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they need to move the team. Like go to Seattle. They, yeah. Move them up there. Get in, get somebody else to run it. Obviously, Vlade Divac ran that bitch into the ground God. <laughs> for whatever. It wasn't reason. just him, though. That's the sad part. It was yeah. him and the other dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. I mean, I, I loved when it was, when the West was like, you know, Lakers, Jazz, uh, Portland, Sacramento, when Weber and Christie and yeah, all the guys. Yeah. But who knows if that it'll ever get back to the Kings even being <laughs> somewhat significant. I mean, not, I, there's been more Kings talk on this podcast than there probably has on any podcast the last two years, unless it's specific to the Sacramento Kings. Major facts. Major <laughs> yeah. facts. Um, well, okay. Real quick, I, I got a fucking bone to pick with you. Okay. <laughs> I already have this stigma attached to me like fucking brute cologne on a junior high school kid who's going to a fucking dance okay damn old school you (laughs) i've said it a million times i don't (laughs) hate rudy gobert um there's a lot of things offensively that i think he can do with his game you you see it in games players won't even pass to him he's open under the hoop yeah, that's fail. That's a fail on the offense side. <clears throat> you, you, <laughs> while I'm trying to get rid of this stigma, go ahead and share the last podcast and say, don't listen to this. I don't know why Will Wonder hates Rudy Gobert. I'm just saying, man, the proof's in the pudding. For the last, actually, since I've known you, you've been talking <laughs> about trading him uh, away from the Jazz. That's hate talk in Utah. We don't stand for that. Rudy Gobert is staying here for good. I know he's going to be here forever. So I've, I've tried to come to terms with that. And then again, obviously not a jazz fan, so it is what it is, but when, what, what is it? What do they say in a, in a Jurassic park? Like the, like chaos is, or insanity is doing the same thing over and over. I'm sure it's some, not just in Jurassic park, but this sounds like you've watched uh, a lot of it with Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And thinking that they're going to have a different result. And what have we seen consistently in the playoffs with the Utah jazz is honestly, and I know we talked about this earlier. It's (laughs) a lack of honestly, at least last year, I'll at least give it last year was perimeter defense, Mm -hmm. which I believe was just because of injuries, honestly. But it's not Rudy. And what happened? What happens? What happens? Choke streak, though. We we kind of have a choke streak. What happens when teams go small and they have guys that can shoot outside? Five guys who can spread the floor. What happens to Rudy Gobert? That's why you get a Rudy Gay. 
So you got to uh, you, you can I, you can use both of those players just because uh, Rudy Gay's here doesn't mean that Rudy Gobert has to leave just because we have a, yeah. a small center. No, you nailed it. Matchups. I think this is the and I said it uh, last week. This is the best, most uh, deep jazz lineup they, that I remember in recent memory. This is the team that has, in my opinion, the best chance to go far in the playoffs, go to the final. I picked them to go to the finals at the beginning of the year before the season started with all the moves they had made. I just felt comfortable looking at them and them being able to go small. Mm-hmm. The Pascal trade, Rudy Gay. He needs to play more. A lot of guys like that. Yeah. So we'll see. But God damn it. If you if you <laughs> share this propaganda <laughs> one more time. Just say you want them on your magic. That's all I really want to know. Oh, that's not what I need. No, they <laughs> they need a lot of, you know, it would it would not no, no. That would not be good. Uh no. We've had a lot of bigs come to Orlando after you know, when they're washed, right? I mean, Shaq left and then it was just like washed, 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 yep. washed, washed. And then we drafted Dwight. He was gone. And then it's now we just draft. Uh, we, won't even, we, won't even get in. we won't even get into hey, it. Here's hope for Suggs. Here's hope for Suggs. Yeah, Suggs, Cole. I like Cole. We have to move on from Fultz. He should be ready soon to be maybe traded. I don't know. I'm sure. They're probably waiting for him to get healthy so they can showcase him a little bit. Yeah. But. I mean, we got nine wins. What are we <laughs> going to talk about here? Mo Bamba might be the softest center in the history of the league. He can shoot outside. I loved it the other day. I I watched the game between Orlando and Philly. Mo Bamba had like 30 points at half. Embiid had got hurt, was out a little bit. Well, Embiid comes back, scores 50-something. And I think Bamba ends with 38. It's like (laughs) trash. Anyways, um, uh, anything else you want to touch on NBA-wise? Anything that's caught your eye recently? Ah, no, man. Honestly, I'm just interested for this. Uh, actually, you know what? I did see something that was pretty interesting. Did you see the um, new uh, rookie sophomore rising all stars thing? No, no. I, I I saw a headline, but I, again, I think I was uh, intoxicated on the beach, so I didn't get that it. suntan on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess what they're doing, I have to look it up, but uh, basically, it's uh, I think I said 28 players, four different teams. Um, wow. including like the G league guys or like some G league rising stars or something. Oh, like nice. So it'll be like the rookie sophomores and then some G league guys and they'll split it up and do a round robin tournament style. Wow. And they're going to do all, I wonder they're doing all this on probably the Friday, right? I'm assuming so. I don't know how long yeah. the games will be, but at, at least that's something new. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Get some of the, the ignite guys from the G league guys. that will be, you know, in the draft ne- next year. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. All-star games, not too far away next year here in Salt Lake city. Oh man. Uh, ready to yeah. go. Ready oh, to go? Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. I'm doing everything I can to find a way into different, uh, events. <laughs> I don't know what's planned yet, but yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be doing something for sure. Can't wait. Okay. Well, lastly, Mike, and maybe most importantly, this Saturday, Royal rumble, who you got? Uh, is the rock an answer? I mean, he could be, I don't, um, there's a lot of talk about him coming back, but I don't think it's now. Um, give me another one. Okay. I'm looking him up, you know, good and well, that I won't do it. Wait, Johnny Knoxville is supposed to be in this. 
He is in it. Uh, That's my guy. He's, he's not. Okay. You're going with Knoxville. All yep. right. I like it. Put my money on Knoxville. <laughs> Sold. Perfect. All right, my man. Well, I appreciate you. Um, and then obviously, like I said, we're going to have you come back on once a month, talk some hoops, maybe more often than that, depending on uh, how schedules permit for the other guys. But I appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it, man. All right. Peace. Peace. Oh, man. I tell you what, divisional round this last weekend. I'm glad I got to watch most of it in Mexico, but I would say at least in the time that I've been focused and really watching football the past, I don't know how many ever years, this has been the most, it was the most entertaining weekend of football. Now, maybe not like the best play in all the games, but still entertaining. Uh, I got my guys hoop. I got Chacon. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Good, Ready good. to talk about this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as you can as you can tell, I might be I'm better still off a little than sour. Chacon and my team yeah. fucking lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As you can tell, I'm still sour about my fucking team. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like now, all three of us are sitting on the couch. I've been on the couch since week fourteen uh, ish because there was we just knew it was done then. And then Chacon joined last week. We had a couple beers. Here comes hoop. Boom. We got, I mean, we're all just going to be watching now and and no skin in the game whatsoever. It's, it's a shitty feeling, but it's also a good feeling <laughs> in a sense. I mean, maybe I not. Know. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Doug. I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, man, let's just jump into it Saturday. Uh, and I did get to watch almost all of this game. Uh, Bengals Titans. It was, um, I mean, Joe Burrow, 348 yards, one pick, but not to be outdone by Ryan Tannehill throwing three picks, three very crucial picks. Uh, Derrick Henry comes back, gets a three-yard touchdown. A lot of field goals by old Evan McPherson. He's got fucking ice in his veins. Uh, A.J. Brown catches a touchdown pass. Um, But in the end, Bengals, who would have saw this coming last at the you know last year they win four games obviously burrow gets hurt last year but man they're going to the the conference championship win 19 to 16 um did you guys get to watch any of this what were your thoughts on this game i mean i wasn't shocked all year i've been telling you about this team they've done well all year but the one guy i didn't fucking trust on that tennessee team was ryan Tannehill. yeah he's just I don't know something about that dude. I'm not sold on him. Last year he had a great season as well. Everybody praised him, but it just comes down to, you know, their quarterback. So, I don't know. Yeah, AJ, AJ Brown, 142 I, yards, but not you know not enough. Yeah, he Hoop, showed up. Hoop, what did you think about the game? Yeah. So so I wa- I watched quite a bit of this one, and like the the Bengals like Vrabel touched on it after the game where he's like, "Yes, yeah, sacks are cool, but I want turnovers." Well, the Bengals lead the playoffs in turnovers force. So, like, they're, they're creating the turnovers that other teams are close to getting. And, like, but nine, getting nine sacks and losing is fucking insane. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> Joe, like, Joe Burrow is back there just getting his ass whooped. And that dude doesn't care. Like, that dude is as unflappable as any 10-year vet that's in the yeah. league right now. It's 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 fun to watch. Like he's that dude. Like I, 
I knew Joe Burrow was going to be good. Like after this, like I know like his senior season at LSU, like he had all the weapons and all mm-hmm. of that stuff, but like he, he's that dude. Um, Chase, like Jamar Chase is just a bad, he's a bad motherfucker. Sorry. He is. <laughs> he, and, and did you see the thing that came out today where he talked about how Les Miles told him out of high school, oh, you're not going to be good enough to be a college receiver. Oh, wow. So Les Miles, you're coaching yeah. where? Yeah, you're coaching where now? Like you got canned from LSU for what reason? All right, well there you go. <laughs> but like, no, it was it was a good game. Like the, the stories coming out of it are fucking hilarious to me. Evan McPherson walking on the field. Well, guess we're going to the AFC Championship. Yeah, man. like what a big set a bad, that guy has, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> he, he got balls. Like that, <laughs> that dude just carrying a pair to kickers. Like right, like. Had he gone out and missed it, they would have been like, bro. <laughs> yeah, you can't be saying like, that shit, dumbass. But yeah. Yeah, but it. hey, I, I love it. I love it. I lo- but the, but that's the same kicker that, I don't know if you've seen the video of him when he was at college and he spun the Gatorade lid off a bottle. Oh, shit. Like they put, they, put, they put a Gatorade bottle on like a ledge up above the practice field and he kicked the ball and it spun the Gatorade lid off. Wow. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> But no, like it, it was a good game. Like back, like Henry Henry was contained. Like the Bengals defense yeah. is not they they're not the shits. They're they're not terrible. They're not great, but they're not the shits. So like Henry didn't do Derrick Henry things, and so they get some credit for that. Offensively, the Bengals can hang with anybody because they've got they got players all around. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought so, Henry I thought Henry looked pretty tough the first half, but I mean, you he hadn't played, you know, hadn't played since Halloween. He he shouldn't have been I don't think he should have gave him 20 even he got 20 carries. I don't think he should have got 20 carries, right? Foreman obviously had that long run, but he ended up 66 yards on four carries, right? Obviously that 45-yard run, but they should have done a little bit more with Foreman, I think, kind of mixed that mixed him in a little bit more with Henry cuz like like I said, the fucking guy's been rehabbing his f- broken foot, <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, hey, by the way, let's just get this playoff game in, huh?" Um, I don't know if that was the best idea. They, sh- I think they should have tried to slowly bring him back. But man, the Bengals. Yeah, but Doug, but Doug, it's the playoffs, so yeah, I understand true, I true. Just got off injury, but it's you're all in. This is it. Even though it makes sense to rest, but right now, look, would have mattered. Now they're fucking lost. Yeah. I'm not even saying rest him, but maybe maybe just give Foreman a little more run. You know, he had four carries all game. Like you, you could have given him, you could have split it between the two, and maybe given Foreman a couple more. I don't know. Henry again, like I said, when I was watching, I thought he looked pretty decent in that first half. Second half, he just looked gassed to me. Um, well, and it makes it's sense. Go time, Doug. It's go time. They had they had a plan. It is what it is. You just got to fucking play it, okay? Yeah. The Bengals, props to them. I don't take them serious, but obviously they won. And I don't oh, want Jesus to Christ, yeah, well. going in the conference but, championship. You got to take and, them serious. For the, re- for the record, know. the Bengals have always been my AFC team since Ocho Cinco, so technically, <laughs> no, yeah. I can't stand them. I can't do that. Team, no, huh? I can't do that. You can't be that kind of those guys, huh? one of those guys. I know a dude that legitimately is like, I'm a Raiders and a Cowboys fan. Fuck no. Motherfucker, no. how? Mexican, for sure. No, he white. He's, oh, he's wow. White. <laughs> oh, definitely. All right. But uh, 
just so everyone's clear, if you're a new listener to the podcast and you heard that uh, Chacon who said that he is Mexican, so don't don't come at us crazy. Um, uh, I'm I'm Mexican American. Yeah, not just Mexican. Oh yeah, from sorry, Mexico. sorry. Yes, thank you, Chicano. My uh, bad. Yes, thank you, thank you, Doug. You actually yeah. said that correctly. But uh, yeah, uh, I'll just go back and I'll shut the fuck up. Bengals, props to them. Yeah, I I'll be the first one to say I was wrong about Joe Burrow. Okay, it was one season at LSU. Great, awesome fucking season. I, they were criticizing him about his fucking hands. I, you know, I'm just listening to what the fuck they're saying and beating off what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But they got it done. He's putting up numbers. Maybe I'm just fucking wrong. But the Bengals, it is what it is. I hope they get in and fuck soon. You know what? If they were to take it off, it's exactly what I want. I don't know one fucking Bengals fan. If anybody yeah, I know claimed them, I know if too. I, if they claimed it, I'd go fucking checking tags. Doug, you know what that means. Yeah. Let me see that fucking tag. Let me see that proof that you've been a big Bengals fan because that tag is still on your phone. Looks like you just got that from NFLshop.com. Yeah. Yeah. That's like when the remember when the Boston Celtics won the fucking finals? Oh, yeah. All these Celtic fans in Utah, are you shitting me? That's what I would think. I mean, it happens every every time. Celtics, it happened with the Warriors. It, I mean, it just never ends. There's always going to be those people. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bengals advance. We'll get to next week here shortly. Um, okay, well, we're just gonna dive into this one, Hoop. And and I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> I watched I watched almost all of the game. I had a decent amount of drinks during the day. Uh, and when it got down to the nitty-gritty of this game, after it was tied 10 to 10, after the blocked punt, your boy fell asleep. I woke up. Oh fuck! What happened? <laughs> I saw your text, and I looked at the score, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, but let's just get into it. I mean, the, you know, from the jump, about nine minutes uh, left in the first, Packers score. AJ Dillon runs it in. I'm thinking, okay, uh, I think this is going to go the way that you know all three of us. That was their thought. first offensive drive of the game. Yeah, they look tough, you know, and it's like. After that, it was just kind of, uh, what are they going to do here? No, uh, third quarter, Robbie Gould gets a field goal. And, and Robbie Gould, I mean, talk about a guy who's come up lately, like getting cut for, uh, in Chicago. And then he's on every social media post showing him practicing. He was practicing in Dallas while the, 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 the cheerleaders walked cheerleaders, on. Yeah. And then he's, he's in there in green Bay. I don't remember what exactly was going on. He was doing the same shit. Didn't give two During shits. the starting, like they were doing the starting lineup. And now that's he right. Was kicking. Yeah. They that's were coming right. out and he was kicking it right over their fucking ass. That's right. Um, he did it to your cheerleaders first. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. We was, I, I saw it. Uh, <laughs> third quarter, uh, gold gets that field goal. We go into the fourth Crosby gets a field goal. Man, and then I'm watching, and I'm like, Ugh, this yes, fucking team. Uh, this blocked punt, boom, running in. So, so go ahead. Fun story. I, I'm I'm sitting here at the house, and like the game, the game was really just an ugly game to watch. Yes. Like you're watching yeah. it, like it was. It, it it was just ugly on both. Like I want to give the 49ers defense credit, like because they're they're legit. Like the mm-hmm. 49ers defense is balling right now. Like they're really good. They they did things that confused Rodgers. Like, the coverage they were playing on Adams, like, I went – it was painful. I watched the game a second time oh, on God. Monday. And I, I, I watched the 
like like I, I've mentioned it before, the all twenty two version where you can watch the whole view of everybody on the field, and right. they were doing stuff coverage wise on Adams that I've I've never seen it before, and it it was it was hard to watch because when they doubled Adams, there was probably a handful of plays where they doubled Adams and doubled another another eligible receiver, and nobody else was able to get open. So you watch Rodgers taking these sacks, and they were like, oh, he's holding the ball too long. There was nobody fucking open. There's nobody to throw to, and they, and they were legitimately confusing him because they would play one thing. He's like, okay, my pre-snap read is I'm going to throw Devontae on this slant. Oh, fuck. They jumped the slant, and there's a <laughs> dude standing outside of him. He's gone, and I was just like, man, it's ugly. But before the block punt, I'm sitting here, my buddy Nick, uh, he's over. He's over here watching the game with us. Nick and Vickers? they line up to uh, Nick Singalu. Oh, never mind. My bad. That's a bitch. Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> he's, a, he's an Eagles fan. Him yeah, and Jacone got no, me. no, no, no. But, he's uh, also a Vikings fan. Sorry to cut you off. He's a Vikings fan as well. Sorry. Go ahead, Hoop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But anyway, so like right before the punting lineup, and I, I dead ass look at this TV, and I go, please don't let anything bad happen. Block punt, and Nick goes, you know, this is kind of your fault. And I was like, fuck me. <laughs> like, really? Like, I, and, and, like, I just had that feeling, like, please don't let anything bad happen. And then I just watched it. Because I had watched them line up and punt. And I'm like, you know what? They're, they're kind of, like, getting close. Like, you could see them kind of testing it. Like, uh-oh. If they come after it, it's a problem. And I've said multiple times to a lot of people, Packers special teams have been ass cheeks yeah. as long as I can remember. They're, they've been bad. <laughs> and, like. And like like I said in the group text earlier, like every time when the when the Packers did kick off, the return got to like the 35-40 almost every time. Mm-hmm. So you might as well kick the fucker out of bounds. Right. And, and and avoid any return. Well, and then you're in the weather, then the punt gets blocked from like oh or the field goal right before halftime. I was like, that's that's a bad thing. Like that three points is gonna be big. Like I said last week, like the Packers are going to win by three. <laughs> so in my yeah. head, I was like, "Well, th- th- we just lost three points. How are, how how are they going to make up that three points?" Yeah, and the the, the 49ers defense just played really well, and I thought the Packers' play calling was very very generic and conservative. Like there there was so many so many times where. They would run the ball on first down, run the ball on second down. Well, now you got to fucking throw because it's third yeah. and seven. And there's nobody open. There's no receivers able to cut really good routes anyway because of the traction on the field. And so you're like, okay, well, now you're that. Well, okay, well, then on first down, Rodgers throws a four-yard gain, five-yard gain. You're like, hey, this is good. Second, second and five, come back and run for like no gain. Well, you're right back in the same spot at third and five, third yeah. and six. And you're and you're in trouble. Like it was just so bad, like to watch. And you're like, why? And I know Lafleur like came up kind of like learning from Shanahan. Like he might have to call that man daddy from now on, (laughs) because like he owns his ass. And it's just like, man. And and Rogers like didn't play great, but I don't know what. I don't know what the expectation was because, like I said, like if you go back and watch, there's nobody open. Yeah, there, there's a play down on the goal line where, or I think it was right before the block field goal where they double Adams and they double Cobb and everybody else is clamped. 
Mm. Where if he throws it, it's a pick. And people are like, well, this dumbass. So he throws it away. Yeah. And like he 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 missed he missed he missed probably I want to say three to four throws where you're like you know you expect him to make that you expect that dude to make that throw and and he just didn't so that game it it stings like that one like I I've never been disappointed like I've never been like that disappointed or sad about a loss except for that one. Like that's the worst it's ever been. And I was like, because uh, you saw the potential in the team, but even during the course of the game, I was like, even if we win this, I'm not confident we can win again. Yeah. And it, it so like, it is what it is. And now it's just wait and see. And it's already like, yeah. oh, our Rodgers and Adams are gone. And so it's, it's a long, it's a long four months for me coming up. Oh Yeah. I tell you this much, it fucked up my uh, Super Bowl Super Bowl prediction. And um I know that that's not you don't care about that. Well but. my my <laughs> mine was gone too. I, I lost mine this week too. Yeah. The it, you know, the 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 parts of the game that I got to see, it felt like Green Bay was just playing, like you said, kind of conservative, but also with no urgency. They were up seven yeah. to zero seven to zero, but it didn't seem like they were even thinking that. San Fran could the, score. <laughs> the fumble by Lewis was bad because that happened early in the game when Green Bay was moving the ball pretty good. Yeah. And they had momentum and he fumbled that ball. And I get it. Like that was early in the game, but that, that made a big difference. Cause that happened on the side of the field where Green Bay could get points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that was bad. I mean, if you would have told me, uh, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo, goes 11 for 19, 131 yards and a pick. I would have said, Oh, they're that the Packers beat them by 20, you know? No. Yeah. <clears throat> really it's weird. Like game. the Niners weren't even trying to win. That's what it, it felt like. Kittle, Kittle <laughs> you saw the drops. Holy yeah. shit, bro. I'm like, there was no way that team was going to fucking win. I, I saw the drop, but then I saw the one hander on the sideline. That, that was, was true. One of the most that was that was mean. I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Was, there, he redeemed himself. It with that like, one. Well, I don't want to say much. I can't say much about this fucking shit team because I keep talking about them and they keep fucking winning. <laughs> yeah, they and also, also, I obviously said that they were going to easily whoop their ass. I think we even took the fucking points. Well, I don't remember what was it, yeah. six and a half, seven, six. Yeah, so yeah, whatever. I, I I sent you guys the fucking memes and the gifts. This team. They're winning. I hope they keep fucking winning. You know why? Because if they continue winning and they make a Super Bowl, what are they going to do? You're going to bring back Jimmy? You're going to go with Trey Lance? It's going to bring fucking chaos in San Francisco. So I hope they keep fucking winning and then lose the Super Bowl with confetti falling on their ass. But I don't <laughs> feel. I don't feel. Good yeah, Lord. Hit them. He doesn't Good help. Jacob's more fucking, mad than I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he is. And, and you know what? Let me tell you something. And I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers, and you know that. <laughs> and a little like I, I'm actually happy because what the, the 49ers do to him, he does to you. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Yes. Nah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. The Niners don't own us. The Niners Jared own Cook your on ass. The sideline. Oh boy. Who? Who? Jared Cook on the sideline. Oh, you're talking about the Packers. I'm talking about Niners. Oh, the right, drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, okay, now I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. <laughs> you're doing Rogers versus the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking yeah. something else. Yeah. But uh this was it, bro. This is your chance, just like the Cowboys. I don't see you guys. I mean, is Rodgers another could be another conversation? I think he's out. He's done, bro. You're gonna fucking I think so too. I think he's I, out I, but hey, I think he's out here, there. I saw I saw a report today that said like him and Devontae both want to go to Denver. And 
Wow. Denver's got some first round picks. That they've got some draft capital. And I think that like eventually Rogers is going to leave. And I've accepted that. Like that's one that I could accept because they could I franchise think they even Devontae too. And, and Rogers is under contract. So it's not like he can just up and leave. Yeah. So they have to get, they have to trade for him. Devontae Adams is a free agent. He could leave, but the Packers could franchise tag him. Now, what they should do is like, okay, yeah, Devontae, you can go, but Rodgers, we're going to take you. So what are we going to do? We're going to trade, hey, we want Jerry Judy, a young receiver. That I is think Cortland Sutton was actually in the conversation. It well, was Cortland Sutton. Cor- Cortland Sutton is off an ACL, and he's four years older than yeah. Jerry Judy. So I'm saying, I'm just, I would I'm say, just hey, saying, you, give, you, give us Judy, you give us Judy. Some and picks? at least, at Drew least Locke? two first round pick. No, fuck you. Is at it least time? two first round pick. <laughs> okay, so we, okay, can, let me let me motivation one on one on the me, Packers let me, sideline. Let me ask go you ahead. guys something. Why the fuck would Rogers want to go to the AFC? Well, and especially the AFC West, where you got to see Mahomes and Herbert twice. Exactly. Each. Mm-hmm. Not not to mention like, uh, I, Josh I Allen, Joe Burrow. Like yeah. Hey, look, Why would you want to? If you're gonna want to win the goal is to win the Super Bowl, you want to stay your ass in the NFC. Because there's only you're, you're a couple- gonna you're gonna hear my optimist, your op my your optimistic hoop right here. It's Ooh. it's it's a I'm in rare form. <laughs> he stays with Green Bay. Devontae takes the franchise tag. Rogers stays in Green Bay, restructures the contract so they can pay some of the other free agents because they got like nine starters that are free agents, Jesus. and they pay some of them. And he feels like I let everybody down. Let's do that. Let, let me try one more time. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers, right? <laughs> yeah, are you hearing you. what you're saying? I said I said you were hearing. You're fucking. You're Debbie Downer. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Hold on. Let me tell you guys what right. really is going to happen. Okay. No, Doug. He's not there's going a, to watch. There's a little Shut team in Washington D.C. that doesn't no, quite have a name yet. Him. Two two twenty two, baby. Also. Doug, Aaron he wants hops. to win now, Doug. He wants he that wants team to win. is lined up to win. Bring Devontae over there too. Fuck, the fuck up. Hell no. Um, yeah, Hell we've no. got picks. We've you got guys picks. are throwing punches on the sideline. You guys are not even oh, getting the they're wall. passionate. Okay, let's let's Pas- not even. Oh, now we DC. can use the word passionate. Yeah. I remember when my boy Des was doing shit. Oh, he's a passionate player getting made fun of. Now you guys can use that. Well, he's a receiver, it's different. Receivers are oh, it's different. Yeah. Okay, but see anyways, Terry McClellan. Rod- Anyways, yeah. okay. Rodgers ain't going to stay in the AFC. He's not going to the AFC. He's the dumbest motherfucker if he was wanting to do that. You're not going to compete with those big dogs. The NFC, what, a Kyler Murray, Tom, maybe one more year. What are we talking about? Maybe Who runs just, the NFC? May, maybe, just maybe, he pulls, uh, uh, what's what's the best uh, the best thing I could say here? He 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 moves over to the, the NWO and, and joins the 49ers. Hmm? Maybe they make some okay, picks. Okay, so then what's the whole point of the Trey Lance do? You're just going to like let him still that, that, sit that, back and that's chill? That's the thing with San Francisco. And and why are we even talking about this? This is an off-season talk. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay, let's, let's focus. Get past let's focus. Game. Yeah. Packers okay. fucking lost. Congratulations <laughs> the 49ers. They found a way to win. Debo Samuel is a bad motherfucker. I'm not even yeah. going to – like I yeah. can't even say anything bad about him. He's the, re- he, he's the reason the 49ers are going on. That and their defense playing as good as they are. If they continue that, they could beat the Rams next week, but we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Let's uh let's get into the Rams Bucks game because I was like, uh, I'm just gonna head back down to the beach now because this game ain't shit. And then all of a sudden, 
27 to six in the third or 27 to three, excuse me, the third <laughs> quarter, three minutes left. Uh, suck up gets a little field goal. I'm thinking nah, it's no big deal. No big deal. Um, you know, some, some just tough play by the bucks there, right? They get it back 27, 27 with 42 seconds left. What the fuck? Oh, but don't forget the Rams have Cooper fucking cup. <laughs> Do they not want to defend him? Do they not want to defend Cooper cup? No, they didn't. Matt gave 30 yard field goal game over 30, 27. Um, the Rams, I felt super confident about them in this game. And then when the Bucks started to creep up, I thought to myself, no fucking way. There's no way. What, what do you guys think he about did it again? Yeah, exactly. How the, how the fuck did again. this happen? Beautiful. That was that... exactly. Go ahead. Hoop. No, I was saying that's exactly what I thought. Is I was like, this dude is really about to do <laughs> this again. He, he, if he pulls this off, like, I, I would legitimately like consider like, is this shit rigged? Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> they, they, they get a field goal, a touchdown, a touchdown, a touchdown, all in a row <laughs> before the Rams even can sniff anything. And I, 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 if it wasn't for how bad that my, I got to tell you guys, my father-in-law, Loves shitting on some BYU Cougars. Okay, he loves it. He played at Utah. He loves shitting on BYU. For him. That Sorensen that Sorensen safety for the Bucks, right? That's his name, Sorensen. Oh no, he's on the Chiefs. Oh, Sorensen's no, on the Chiefs. Plays for the Chiefs. Yeah, we, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there too. Fucking Tyron Matthew shits on Sorensen. He fucking hates that dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun there. Elder we'll Sorensen. But how how did they not cover Cooper Cup? Like, if we're going to be real, what happened there? Uh, I mean, that's... They were worried about the black guy, not the white guy. It it was on the... It it was honestly on the play call. Because you bring pressure in that situation, you're leaving DBs one-on-one. And saw Winfield, he reacted. He said, talk shit. Playing DB, playing DB at that level... Sorry, I'm walking to my house right now, so if you hear the garage, but um, playing DB at that level is incredibly <laughs> difficult. There's no way to, to try and figure that out on the fly like that. There's like, The play call is why that happened. It, it's So 35 seconds, second and 11 from the 24. They get a 20-yard pass to cup. Boom, out of bounds. You're like, oh, all right. Okay, this might not maybe maybe yeah, who knows. Um then you get a 44 yard pass to Cooper Cup. Boom, field goal. I, I just have to think he's the best re- numbers wise, he was the best receiver in 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 the league this year and you know, probably uh, not just numbers the way everything about him Receiver wise, he was the best in the league. Why do you say numbers? Why not? Why can't he be the best receiver? No, that's what I'm saying. Now? That's what I just said. Yeah, I mean, probably like, all around. A Packers fan, you don't want to say. I'll say it. Monte Adams is a better receiver than Cooper Cup, but Cooper, Cooper Cup right now is a better season receiver in the NFL right now. <laughs> yeah, so if if you're the bro. if you're the Bucks and you're the defensive coordinator, do you just say, you know what? 
let's have somebody else besides Cooper fucking cup beat us. Isn't that what you do? Yes. <laughs> I would take like, I, I still believe that OBJ can play, but I would take my chances with him before I took my chances with Cooper cup. You'd have to. I was so confused. He had a hundred Cooper cup, 183 yards, the touchdown had a long of 70, you know, Beckham, decent game, 69 yards on six catches, but it's like, what that that's got to be the worst non play call, non strategy on the defense ever. <laughs> so what the fuck? What, I mean, what, what else did you guys take away from this game? Besides that, the Rams was- might not be what we thought they were. <laughs> Go ahead, Hope. <laughs> oh, I think he may have fell off. Huh. Well, I, I, I don't have much to say, Doug, because obviously I thought highly of the Rams. I think the Buccaneers, I, I get frustrated watching the receivers of the Buccaneers. Johnson was driving me crazy because he's so inconsistent. He seemed like he was scared. It seemed like Tom you know, only had a couple guys he could rely on. And, I mean, it's easy for me to say someone talk shit. Hoops the coach. He hoop knows more than I do as far as coverage goes. But yeah, man, it's fucking Cooper Cup, bro. Odell <laughs> is just as athletic, if not more. It wouldn't have mattered. I think. I think. I think they were just the too much. Half of that game, they got a little complacent. Also, like, hey, complacent. You can't hear me. Oh, no. okay. You, you, can you hear me now? You there, Hoop? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, I can hear you can now. Hear me? There we go. Okay. Okay. See we're. You're running in the basement, you know what I mean, and then you got a little, you got a little out of here. He's got cricket. <laughs> Does anybody have cricket still? I don't know. I don't even know if that's a thing. There's a Boost Mobile now. Yeah, I don't know. Hoop, you might, you might have to get closer to your uh, Wi-Fi. Let's go back outside. This when is great. The this is this. Yeah, it was a garage. This is great podcasting. <laughs> See, I can't. Even, he's like sounding. Yeah. All. No, uh, so <laughs> are you there? Hoop? All right, bro. You all right? Yes. A one. Can you not hear me? Yeah, there we go. I fucking give up. Now you got me. Yes, yeah, perfect. Sounds a lot better. Oh, there we go. Okay, so I it was, it was my AirPods. They were failing me. Oh, okay. Apple. Man, I'm not even going to edit that out. That was solid. <laughs> The cricket oh, joke that Jacone threw in there, the Boost Mobile, it was all good. <laughs> um, no, I was saying, I was saying the the Rams got complacent in the second half. Like, hey, we're going to sit on this lead, and I. Oh God! God go. Let's not the... take our chances with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm going to edit this part out. Are you there, Hoop? Hey, Hoop has left the show. <laughs> All right, Doug. Oh next. my goodness! All right, this is terrible. There you go. You're there, Hoop. Don't move. Oh Just sit gosh. in one spot. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm standing here. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> let's see. We're just going to move on to the most entertaining. Just move on. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid. I'm so disgusted right now. How? <laughs> oh man! I got you, bro. Come see me. I got you with some new headphones. Yeah, Chacon's got you. He's got the hookup. <clears throat> So we go to sun, we go to the night game on Sunday. Mm, the funnest, the funnest 
I mean, you feel so bad for Josh Allen. There's nothing more that he could have fucking done. Gabriel Davis, like, just shows exactly shows out in this game. Shows out 201 yards for touchdown. So, like I had said, my father-in-law loves shitting on them BYU Cougars. When 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 Davis was just eating and he got behind Sorensen on a play, he goes, You see, that's why you can't have that fucker in there. Josh Allen, though, man, 329 yards, four touchdowns. Again, Davis, 201 yards, four touchdowns. Mahomes, 378 yards passing, three touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, again, I I tweeted this because, you know, I I got all my special thoughts and and quick thoughts are there on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder. The fastest human being on the goddamn Uh, planet. The fastest. Stupid good. Stupid good. You can't even, you can't defend that. Can't fucking defend that. That sixty-four yard run with a mitt, like what the fuck? But let's let's do this. Let's just break it down. So solid game, solid game throughout. Um, Buffalo's down twenty-one twenty-six at the start of the, or, or uh, excuse me, twenty-one twenty-three. Fourth quarter starts. Uh, Kansas City gets a field goal, twenty-one twenty-six. Then Gabriel Davis, boom, touchdown, twenty-nine twenty-six. We got a minute fifty-four left. Tyree Kill, the fucking just. That's what you heard when he caught the ball after he catches the ball. 29-23, 64-yard touchdown by Hill. A minute two left. 13 seconds. Gabriel Davis, 19-yard pass from Josh Allen. 36-33, you're sitting there saying, oh, my God, the fucking Bills did it. Now, I'm going to tell you the conversation my father-in-law and I were having at this moment. I said, why don't they just fucking squib it and burn some time? Like, why are we going to kick it? into the end zone. Like you still have Tyree kill. You still have, they could get a field goal. My, my, he goes, yeah, you, why wouldn't you? He's a couple four seconds off the clock. Nope. Kick it out of the end zone. And then they fucking, <laughs> it's incredible. 13 seconds. They get down, kick a 49 yard field goal overtime coin flip. Boom. Chiefs win it. Kelsey touchdown for Patrick Mahomes. I, there's so much to unpack in this game, but what were your guys' thoughts? Uh, Hoop, are you all? Are you? Are we a one right now? Let me hear you. Holler if you hear me, Hoop. I hear you. I've been Perfect. hearing everything. Hell yeah! Perfect. Well, okay. <laughs> all right. So, so Hoop, what were your thoughts on this one? Uh, it, it's probably top three NFL games I've ever watched in my life. Like easily top mm-hmm. three, right? And 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 that's probably considering like Packers Super Bowl wins as the Ooh. top two, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, no, it, it was, it, it was good. And I, I was with you. I, the, I didn't think about it in, in game, but like the squib kick idea after the game was dead on. Yeah. Like you, you run off a couple of seconds. You already know. I mean, Tyree kill ran 60 fucking four yards and what seemed like Six seconds, obviously that wasn't the, that's the, what it the felt like. Hardman, the Hardman touchdown run was just as fast. Like yeah. me at the sideline, that dude zooms too. Yeah. But um and, and then like you see after where how Kelsey and Mahomes made up that play the play to get him into field goal range on the mm-hmm. fly. He's like, Hey, I'm gonna do this. Like I know the play call says I'm supposed to. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And they were just and like but and as he's at the line, he looks and says, Yeah, do it. Like Crazy. that's that's next level shit. <laughs> it's, it's it's almost Evan McPherson size cojones right there. 
<laughs> yeah, because if it doesn't work and they have to go in the post-game press conference and be like, you know what? We called our own shit. Exactly. <laughs> Andy's pissed, you know? I mean, but it, it turned out. Chacon, what did you think of this one? Well, not, not to mention they had a Pro Bowl kicker book. So, yeah, I would have taken, you know, time off if they could have. But, yeah. you know, they didn't want to run the risk of fucking that up. But, yeah, it was way too much time. They were playing the Cowboys that had that game. But, obviously, with the Kansas City Chiefs and Mahomes and Hill and fucking Kelsey, yeah, I would have I would have not. Well, I, I'm not a coach, so it's easy for me to say that. So, Ugh. great so, game. So, all the talk now, you know, everything on Twitter, all, all over ESPN is – would you change the overtime rules? Because, you know, they people feel like it's a uh, Josh Allen should have had a chance to try to come down and score, which I wouldn't have argued with more of this game. But what are your guys' thoughts on that? Don't don't bitch at the end of the year. Don't uh, see. I'm with yeah. Jacone on this. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I even tweeted like the NFL overtime rules robbed us just because like, I think everybody wanted to see it. Like as fans, we're like, man, we want to see more. Like, Oh yeah. It, it left us wanting to watch more. Yeah. I, I, like you said that for me, it's been, this was the most entertaining game I've ever seen. And I just yeah, was like, but so, so you can't, you can't, you can't bitch about it. Like after the fact, like just because yeah. it didn't work out now, you, you, you if you're a bills fan and you're like oh overtime rules are trash okay well your defense had to literally break up one pass and you're not in this situation yeah yep you 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 you, you break up one pass you you tackle a dude 10 yards sooner mm-hmm. and you're not in this mess so yeah, 42 points it, it, it robbed us of more action because the final score i i there's no doubt in my mind. Like I, I can't say with 100% certainty the Chiefs were going to stop the Bills if they tried to if they tried to score again. Right. And it might the final score. Like, did you see the meme where it's like if they let it really play out, the final score like 138 to 142. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't know. So like it it sucks, but like you 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 can tweak it after the season, but right. it it is what it is at this point. Like if you want to win, get stops. Yeah. Hey, that's yeah. what I hate though. We always want to change something up every fucking season. There's a complaint, mm. you know, something we need to stop. Doing I've this. hated, I don't like the NFL. I don't, I don't like anything I, that can end in a tie under any circumstances. And I get it. And I get it. Like in the playoffs, like it can't like, they'll just like, so they tweak it in a sense because it can't end in a tie in the playoffs. Right. Mm-hmm. So they do tweak it okay, why not just get it set in stone? Like, here's what we're going to do. It yeah. can never end in a tie. Yeah. And this is what it is. A tie is, it's, it's you know, I, I understand there's ties in soccer. A lot of soccer stuff is like based on points rather than winning and losing. But like... Why America don't rep soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Imagine those fans that all year they plan to go on this fucking game and spending thousands of dollars and yep. then you fucking get a tie. How so was how, the game? How was the was how great. was the one game you went to in your life where you saved up enough money to go and sit in some good seats? And oh yeah, um, uh, the Steelers game I went to. Draw. Steelers game I went to. They played the Lions, who were essentially at the time the worst team in the league, and they tied. So I'm never going to a fucking game again. That's how it went. And, and how do you feel when you leave the game? You like pretty much. How do you explain that? You basically say you lost, right? Yeah. Or just don't know. Like you feel like yeah, you just got robbed. Yep. Yep. 
All right, fellas, let's let's get into next week or this upcoming week, conference championships. Uh, start out with the first game on Sunday, 1 p.m. Mountain. Bengals go into Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by seven. The last time these guys played this year. You guys remember what happened? I do. Cincinnati beats Kansas City 34-31. Joey Burrow, 446 yards, four touchdowns with that said what are you guys going to think uh let's see let's start with chacon on this one chacon uh again kansas city favored by seven at home what do you think happens here i mean two weeks ago easily i would tell you kansas city i still think kansas city wins i hope i'm fucking wrong and i would love the cincinnati Bengals to win the super bowl uh it is the playoffs i don't trust cincinnati's defense even though they've been playing pretty decent I know this is crazy because every time I do this, I end up fucking losing. But I'll now say Kansas City will cover, and I take Kansas City Ooh. at home. Yeah, hoop. It it's it's fucking hard to beat the same team twice. Yeah, <laughs> in one season, it's fucking hard. And I'm taking the Bengals. Thirty-one oh, <laughs> side bet, side bet, side bet right now. <laughs> Mean you, Venmo. How much? Done. <laughs> you want to do hey? You want to do I Venmo like or you want to do lunch? Venmo. Chacon doesn't go out to lunch. Twenty bucks. Twenty oh, bucks. Ven- Venmo doesn't go out with white people. I get it. <laughs> Could have been worse. I, I said cash app. Yeah, I, I, I got you. Ten bucks, Chacon. Ten bucks. Straight up or points? What are you wanting? Points. Uh, I, I say the. I'll, I'll say straight up. I'll, we'll go straight yeah. up. Fuck it. Hell yeah, that's easy money. Next, Doug, go ahead. Um. I don't know who I'm going to pick in this game. I, I, I went back and forth a bunch. I, I, I have doubted the Chiefs so many times. Last year, every, every time I jumped on this podcast and tried to predict a, game, predict a game, I went against the Chiefs until the fucking Super Bowl <laughs> when I went with them. And they, uh, but with that said, I think coming off of that game, they are, they are just going to be too focused and way too hyped i i think the chiefs win i don't think they win by seven though i think it's going to be a much closer game but i think they get the win uh but they don't cover that seven i feel like seven right it's us against the world go Bengals. there you go hey hey, i'd love to see see the fucking Bengals win (laughs) don't get me wrong that's the problem with me it's hard think just think can you say the cincinnati Bengals? like that that is just that's crazy. Sounds weird. Sounds yeah. super weird. It's <laughs> but I hope you know, I hope the Bengals do win though. Yeah. I hope I do pay you hoop. Yeah. Hey, me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The uh second game, we've got the Niners going into LA. Play the Rams right now. The Rams favored by three and a half. Little fun note, a uh, little tidbit that I saw today. 49ers have beaten the Rams six games in a row. The last time the Rams won in this matchup. It was my 32nd birthday. I'm 36 years old now, fellas. So uh, it's been a minute. Um, uh, Hoop, I'll start with you on this one. What are you thinking? I, I, I just have a hard time believing that the 49ers can keep the magic going. Like it, it, they, they're on a great run. Like they're playing really, really good. Yeah. But so are the Rams. And the Rams are. I'm going to say the more oh, the more talented team 
And Mm -hmm. if you look at the quarterback play, I don't trust either one of the quarterbacks to get it done. Like we've been waiting, like when's Matthew Stafford going to fuck up? Yeah. Like that's how we look at it. Right. I'm going to say the Rams. I'm going to say the the Rams win by four. It is my pick. Like that, like that's what, that's what I'm saying is the Rams win by four. And I think they're just the more talented team and they, and they find a way. Yeah. Now, and the Rams, they're the warriors of the, the NFL, right? Like they they basically brought all these dudes in and said, We are winning this year. Mm-hmm. They don't care about what they do in three, four years because in three, four years the Rams are fucked. Yep, they're fucked. Like, they, went <laughs> like, they went all like, in. They're gonna this go from it. this to they might be able to do this for the next year, two years, three years. Right. But then they're in a whole heap and shitload of trouble. They don't care. If they can go on a run. And they can do this with all these dudes and they can become what they want to be there in LA in that nice ass stadium. Mm -hmm. That's their goal. So I'm going to say Rams by four this week, but (laughs) I can't even say that confidently because I just watched what happened last week. Yeah. I don't, it's a, this is a, Oh God. You you look at it and you say, obviously the Rams are going to win this game, but why the fuck can't the Rams beat the 49ers in the season? And it's, you know, you, I have zero confidence in Jimmy G. I have a little bit more in Matthew Stafford. The running game, I mean, probably leans towards San Francisco. Debo, Cup. Cup, obviously, again, like I said, the best receiver this year, but Debo can do so many things. But I, I mean, I'm going to go with the Rams too. I think they cover Chacon. What do you think? And I, <laughs> I left the last for you because I know you feel strongly about one of these teams. So go ahead. Do you have any surprises? Anybody going to come on right now and try to defend the 49ers? <laughs> no, no. Can I, can I make my, pick? I promise no, no interruptions, no interruptions. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> It's look right now. You know what I would question. You know what I would do right now. I want to shit on them. I want to say I don't take them serious. They're in the fucking well NFC Championship. I I really I would have bet the fucking house last week on the Packers, and I cannot believe that happened. Um, there's no fucking way. I know. Fuck it. Fuck this team. The Rams are going to win. They're going to cover. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. You know what? And if they win, I'm happy. Right. You know what? 49ers in the Super Bowl. Fuck. Uh, I hope so. Here and they lose. Go. Yeah. And what are they going to do? Jimmy, is he coming back? This is the guy they love so much. Watch how they fuck him over at the end of the You're year. You're not wrong. Even You're though he did what he did. Predicament. Yeah. Like yeah. Jimmy G is putting that franchise in a struggle. <laughs> like, because <laughs> they do? keep winning. <laughs> the fuck are they keep oh, bro, winning? His argument is this. His argument is this. He has no touchdowns in the postseason, but yet he could say, "I took your team NFC championship." Yeah, what? but he did, even though the special teams won the fucking game last week. Right, but that's the truth. If we look right now, the San Francisco 49ers NFC championship with that shit quarterback, it's crazy. Now, the defense on paper, and every fucking time I do this, I get sold on rosters that fucking have great players on a on the depth chart, and then they can't come through <laughs> on the fucking game. I need him. Aaron Donald, Von Miller, your boy Jalen Ramsey. You can't fucking lose to this team. You just don't worry. They, Ramsey, Ramsey's just fine out there. Like, he'll be fine out there. Like, don't worry about it. This yeah. is it. This is the 
game, I feel like, I mean, it doesn't matter because every Niners will be like, well, this one's the AFC Championship. I could fucking hear it already. <laughs> the Rams are going to win this game, but they're going to cover. <laughs> Fuck all of them still. I don't care. I'll have a nice little seat next to me and who? Fuckers. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm here too. I've been here for a while, so. I'll keep no, this. you're not even. Hey, you're not even at the fucking Here table. Here we me. go. Here, oh my yeah. god. Okay, you you go to one playoff game and you don't get a, even hey, win. get a fucking team name and then come talk to me. Two two twenty two, baby. Um, <clears throat> okay, guys, out of the remaining teams, what would uh you know aside from who we think will win, what would be the most exciting uh, or most entertaining uh, Super Bowl for you, Hoop? Who, who would you want Ooh, to see? Rams Chiefs yeah. Rams Chiefs do you remember the Rams Chiefs game was it two years ago when it was Chiefs versus Goff mm-hmm. was that even last year where they went just back and forth just going it, it was much like the Bills Kansas City game it was the same thing just yeah. in the regular season like you give me Rams Chiefs I'm in yeah Chacon same that's, I mean that's what it's going to be Chiefs yeah. Rams, so yeah, yeah. I think so too. Be. I think it'd be it's cool. Be Bengals Rams, fuck you, Chacon. If it I ends, hope so. if it ends up being the ba- so. if it ends up being the Bengals 49ers, I don't I'm even not, know if I, we I don't even know if we should talk football next year. Maybe we'd uh, start watching cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. I'm down to. I'm down to pick. I mean, I rugby up golf is a hobby. We can talk if the golf. Niners. Yeah. Doug, I'm telling you this right now, Doug. If the Niners make it, I'm done for this fucking season. I will not talk football anymore. That'll be it for my year. Oh my god, he's retiring. Yeah, it's like that. Good Niners won. I haven't felt this sick if they were to do that <laughs> since Nick Foles fucking beat Tom Brady in Super Bowl. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I want to have you on the pod, so I'm going to pull for the Rams, <laughs> but. I swear, if the Niners win, it's just going to be me and Hoop in two weeks. Is Jimmy Super G Bowl. finally going to have his first <laughs> touchdown? Is Jimmy G finally going to have his first touchdown the postseason? You Is would this think, you you would think that the Rams have wins? to. You would think no, that no, the think Rams. This could be history. It's going to be a screen. It's going to be a screen pass to Debo, to Debo. and he's going to no, no, go no. forty yards. If the Niners him. win, or a and bomb he, to Ayuk to stick it to you. Yeah, right. All that. Jimmy G looks at the camera. Fuck Robert Schoen. Oh, Niners win. Mind. If Niners win and he throws no touchdown, have we ever seen this before? A no. quarterback going to Super Bowl with no touchdown. What about in the all? You know, I'd have to look back at it. I'm sure he had a touchdown. This could be history. Like, what but, if it happens? But the worst, the worst in in my memory, the worst. Court, court, no, no, no. The year the Broncos won and Peyton Manning. Oh, Peyton Manning no. was so washed. Stop it. Trent Dilfer with the Ravens was way worse. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try to compare you. these numbers. I should have had them ready. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Peyton Manning, but he was awful. He was bad. That whole year bad, and Trent in the Dilfer, Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer was straight handed off to Jamal Lewis and just mm. get by. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's the I don't best know. I'm going to pull up the numbers. Life. We'll talk about this another day. But, Deal. Um, Man, thank you guys. You know what? Obviously, we're not going to be here next week. Nobody gives two shits about the Pro Bowl. Um, I mean, we could jump on and talk if you'd like, but I don't know what we're going to talk. You know, we got the AFC, you got the NFC, but we'll for sure have a fun Super Bowl episode. I got a couple of ideas that I'll, I'll shoot you guys later, uh, different topics we can discuss. Um, but uh, yeah, man, we're almost to the end of it all. I, I guess I do have one more question on football related uh, this weekend. 
Big weekend. Obviously, we got these games on Sunday, Saturday. You know what we got, fellas? The Royal Rumble. Hoop, who you got winning the Royal Rumble? I, bro, I ain't watched wrestling <laughs> since fucking DX was a thing. Yeah, same. <laughs> so if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. Ooh. Oh. There I could like be, that. there could be, you know, you never know. Maybe Triple H makes a little comeback. He's coming off of surgery. I don't know. I always said that I want I want fucking HBK's entrance music played at my funeral when they carry my casket down. <laughs> so the, the the actual HBK entrance, that's that's yeah. great. They think I'm cute. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm sexy. Yeah. When uh, they walk my casket down, that's fucking banging. You gotta uh <laughs> one of these days, I'll, one of these days, I'll shoot you a, a snap or a video of my guy Mike Martinez doing that entrance because he knows the whole thing from the taking the chaps Beautiful. off to the earrings. It's fucking it weird, but weird. it's it's really on point. It's I don't even know how to explain it, but you feel uncomfortable at the same time you're in awe. <laughs> Chacon, no, no, no. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ray Mysterio if you still. There fighting. you go. I fucking knew it. I knew you were going there. All why right, Doug, so why you did you say that? Because why, I knew. Doug? Why I would knew, you assume I'm saying I that? I knew Doug? you were going to say it. You're on I air knew, right now. No, Let the I people know. Why would it. you assume? Because, because you would, because you're Mexican. <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly what he wants to say. And he didn't. At least who has fucking nuts and says it. Fuck you, Doug. LWO, baby. <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I sure do. I love you guys. I sure do. <laughs> Oh man. All right, fellas. Well, thank you very much. Uh, again, next week, we probably won't have you on, uh, but we're going to have a fun Super Bowl preview. I'm going to have a lot of ideas. Again, I'll, I'll shoot them your way. You can prepare and uh, it'll be fun. Well, that's, I guess, if the fucking 49ers make it, it'll just be me and Hoop. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Either it's me and Hoop or it's me, Hoop, and Chacon. We'll see. We'll see. I can come back on if we talk baseball, if you guys want. <laughs> oh, fuck. Is it with a fucking lockout? Yeah. Okay. That's fun. We talk about Barry Bonds not making the fucking Hall of Fame. Anyways, that's a that's a whole screw nother job. Show. Yeah. All right, fellas. Well, thank you very much. Hope you have a All good right, evening, and you. we'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, fellas. Have a good night. Give me my roses now. Don't wait till I'm underground. Give them the roses now. Don't wait till they're underground. Man, roses this week go to the whole city of Mazatlan. <laughs> uh, again, my wife and I and my son had a very good time, and. You know, like I kind of said in the intro, there are so many hard, hard, hardworking people. And Mazatlan has such a negative um, stigma to it because of, you know, the, the Sinaloa cartel and what have you. And, you know, obviously they've done their thing and I'm not even going to comment on that. But it's such a beautiful city, a lot of great people. If you ever get a chance to go there, it's definitely a, a family spot. Take your kids. Um, not super expensive by any means. The flights are probably going to be the most expensive thing to get you there. But um, yeah, it, and it's incredible to see the community um, and how they just all come together and and honestly how happy. And maybe it's just because I'm, I'm an out-of-towner, right? And maybe it's because they want to make it seem like things are all great there, which uh, obviously there's a lot of poverty, but people are so nice, man. And and um, if you can get out of the United States, get into some of these other countries and just really understand how good we have it here and the opportunities that we have here, when you see somebody, you know, a 
10-year-old working on the beach, selling food, selling toys, bracelets, different shit like this in order to help provide and feed their family. It just changes everything. Total, total switch in your mindset. So yeah, roses to the whole city of Mazatlan. Now, before we go, I just wanted to touch uh, on one thing. We lost a very, very, very amazing human being this week. One of the most selfless and honestly sweet ladies that I've ever met in my life. Um, I wanted to say rest in peace to Shirley Baringo, and I wanted to send love to her whole family. They already know uh, how much I love them. And uh, I just want to let them know that I'm here for them. My family's here for them. And then also that she will never be forgotten. Again, such a sweet human being. And again, very selfless. Um, Always looked out for other people when I was around her. Always checking in on me. Seeing how I was doing. How my son was doing. How my wife was doing. um, And just, you know, being an all-around really good person and i think that's especially today in the in the world that we live in in the bubbles we live in um that's often missed and you know we can learn a lot from people like shirley who care more about others than they care for themselves um not to say you shouldn't take care of yourself (laughs) but having empathy and love and genuine curiosity for what's going on in other people's lives and just being a good person. That's what I take away from Shirley uh, and something that I'm continuously going to try to do in my life. So again, rest in peace to Shirley Baringo. Uh, We love you. And until we see you again. All right. Thank you all for listening. Um, Follow the pod on Instagram at the Will Wonder Pod. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder, and we will see y'all next week. Peace.